Hello, everybody, and indeed, welcome to another edition of Hoosier Hometown Heroes. I'm your host and navigator, Tony Val, and my guest today is the founder of Catholic Business Exchange. I now welcome to the show Jim Liston. Hello, Jim. Tony, thank you for having me as a guest. So, Jim, as I said just a moment ago, before, before we had technical <laughs> difficulties, you're a man of many hats, and um, CBE is just kind of part of what you do. CBE stands for Catholic Business Exchange. Um, where I wanted to start today is what inspired you to start Catholic Business Exchange? Well, uh, I've been in business for myself for an awful long time. I've been self-employed for 30 years, and so I, I learned early on the importance of networking, about going to events and uh, what have you. And one of the things I noticed as we networked is everyone was kind of on the same page, which uh, you'd meet people, but they'd kind of have a fistful of business cards in the left hand as they shook with the right hand. And it was really like, what can you do for me right now uh, scenario. And yeah. and that's good. People need to earn money and to buy products and whatever. But I, I just felt there was a better way to do it long term to develop trust quicker than just a business transaction. So uh, being a cradle Catholic, uh, being devoted to my faith and whatever, I thought it may not be a bad idea to gather people of like mind, not only Catholics, but but believers together in one room, uh, but maybe do it in a different approach rather than just uh, business cards in the left hand, rather, hi, how are you, uh, where do you go to church, um, what's important to you. And so we, our, our approach, Tony, is totally different than your typical networking event. Yeah, and I can certainly attest to that. Um, to me, it is, it is all about uh, forming relationships, which I think you've taught us over time uh, you know, that's what it's all about. That's what networking is all, all about uh, anyway. Um, I want to talk, so you brought a graphic which we will uh, superimpose, the uh, three-legged stool, and I think that speaks to um, this idea of, of uh, it, it's, it's a community. So can you just describe how do the three legs of the stool work? Simple idea because I'm a simple guy. Yeah. Um, the three legs represent the three components of, the, of what I believe is the mission of Catholic Business Exchange. And if you see the graphic, you'll notice that <clears throat> the largest leg, the closest to us, is faith. And yeah. then it's friendship. And then it's business in that order. Mm -hmm. And uh, let me just share with you a little bit about that. Sure. Uh, faith. Um, that's a real good common denominator for people. You know, people want to do business with people that they can trust first. The products come secondary. And so we open our, our meetings with a Catholic mass mm -hmm. that really sets the tone for the entire program. And then it's important for friendship because one of the things, one of the most valuable uh, byproducts of doing this for 14 years now has been some of my very, very best friends in the world now have been uh, brought into my life from Catholic Business Exchange. So I never underestimate the importance of developing good friends. Somebody can't have too many good friends, right? Sure. And then the third component is business. We want business to be conducted. We want the, our, our people to come to the meetings and be able to find good people that they trust to go out and have a cup of coffee with and see where it goes. But again, it's secondary to everything else. It's faith, friendship, and business in that order. And I can tell you that a lot of people are doing business with one another 
but they're doing business in a different way than your traditional way of networking. Yes. You know, something I've heard you said uh, a lot of times over the years, As and, and I'll preface this by saying one of the great things you do, Jim, is especially for new members, you, you bring us in and kind of coach us a little bit. You sort of mentor us a little bit to, to make entry into the group, I think, as uh, painless and fruitful as possible. And one of the things I've heard you say several times is, this is an amateur hour. <laughs> and I think that speaks to, you know, your goal of we're, we're not – we're not coming to the to the group with just one goal in mind and and just thinking of what's in it for me and i think that's one of the great powers of catholic business exchange is it's it's uh that's not really what ties us together it's our faith that ties us together yeah and on that note tony if i may add one of the things that people if they want to give us a try sometime we'd love to have them come to our meetings they're open both to catholic and non-catholic sure um but they'll notice right away that their name badge won't say what they do eight to five o'clock they'll have their name and they'll have their church whether it's catholic or protestant or jewish or whatever it is yeah it'll have that so jim liston st thomas aquinas yes and and that's a that's a great mild icebreaker because you're not just going and saying oh that person is a realtor or a cpa or an attorney and if your best friend is in that trade it it moots the opportunity to learn about that person to get to know them before you prejudge and so yes. that that's a, a a simple but really important aspect of catholic business exchange is that you meet people on a faith basis first and then you find a see if there's any common denominators from besides faith and then if business emerges that thereafter that's the icing on the cake yeah you know it's funny um First of all, Catholic Business Exchange is the is the first uh, Catholic networking group I've ever been a part of, and I and I can say that um, although I I didn't know I didn't necessarily anticipate this, but it was a huge there there was incredible comfort right away. I think there's there's something about you know being raised Catholic. We have something in common that we we get instantly you know we get it and i think that's a that's a great kind of position of strength to start uh forming relationships it's very very comfortable um but it's also interesting just seeing what parish someone is from it's it's each parish kind of has their own story their own uh you know their own strengths and um you know special events and those those sorts of things i was uh, the last um members meeting i was sitting across the table uh, from someone from saint monica's and i said oh let me tell you a story about father paul you know when back when father paul was the pastor at saint monica's my wife and i were members we used to live on the west side and uh both both sets of our parents would of course love to come visit us but they always wanted to go see father paul preach you know he has his uh, he had memorized all the all the uh, readings and for some reason that was just that was the greatest thing ever to them um, so each parish has their story and I think that's really neat um, how involved are you in promoting uh, 
um, all the different events that the, that the parishes have kind of through CBE. Yeah, so again, going if somebody, if one of your uh, viewers were to come to our meeting, and I'd like to put the website, if oh, I yeah, may, we'll on there. It's, it's catholicbusinessexchange.org. Absolutely. And again, it is open both to Catholic and non-Catholic. But one of the things you'll find, and, and one of the things we try to make it comfortable even if you're there for the very first time and I know that can be intimidating but we do a really I think a great job of making that person for the first time feel very welcomed and comforted um, for example right after the mass is over I call up all of the first-time people there and they come to the front uh, just really like a 30-second infomercial. They tell us their name. They tell us where they worship. They tell us how they found out about CBE and then they tell us what they do but we try to teach them, hey, this is an elevator pitch. It's 30 seconds. You can learn a lot in 30 seconds from someone. And the value, Tony, of getting those people up there before we start our regular program is everybody now knows who the bright, shiny face in the crowd is. They're not just wondering, gee, I wonder who he or she is. Yes. So, again, that is, and I, and I keep getting great responses from first-timers that say, that was a great icebreaker for me. I felt like everybody was welcoming me. They knew who I was. I got a chance to tell them who I was, and that's very important. Absolutely. Yeah, so you've put thought into, you've put a lot of thought into the details. And I must say, you, as, as a member, just sort of observing how you run the group, uh, you, are, you have the best follow-through I've ever seen. I think which is kind of a lesson in and of itself. I'm, I'm involved in several um, membership groups. Um, you're the only one running a group that calls me up and says, hey, Tony, I haven't seen you in a while, you know, <laughs> which is I, have fun I need with that. to hear things like yeah, that. I have fun with it, and I try not to browbeat, but I do feel that it's important. It's consistency. Yes. People want to know where Tony is. People want to know how come Jim wasn't at the meeting and whatever. And, and so we, we do strive to stay in touch with our, our membership as, as best we can. You know, and one of the other things you mentioned about uh, you meeting somebody from a different parish, I, I always tell people, I promise you will meet people from all over the city that you don't share faith with on Sunday in the pew you may be at St. Thomas Aquinas, you may be at St. Alphonsus in Zionsville, mm -hmm. but it's wonderful to make that combination where you're saying you never would have met that person yes. if you hadn't been at Catholic Business Exchange. And then you now have a reservoir of new friends, potential friends that you can embrace, go out and have a cup of coffee, see if there's some common denominators. So Absolutely. We, we really strive on letting people meet people they normally wouldn't have the chance to meet on Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. I want to take uh, just a moment to remind everyone, my guest is Jim Liston. He is the founder of Catholic Business Exchange. The website is catholicbusinessexchange.org. Jim, were you uh, looking at your educational background? Were you raised in Illinois? I was. I'm a native of northern Illinois. I grew up in a small farming community of 2,000 people. Uh, 100 miles west of Chicago. Ah. So all my schooling was in uh, Illinois. Uh, I, I have lived now in Indianapolis for 31 years. Wow. Hard to believe. Yeah. Uh, but this is my home, and I love it here. It's been a wonderful home for myself and my, and my family. And uh, But, yeah, my roots are in the Midwest. Mm -hmm. Where, did you go to Catholic school growing I, up? I went to Catholic school, good old St. Anne's from... 
uh, uh, from first grade to eighth grade, and then uh, uh, unfortunately there was uh, no opportunities for Catholic high school locally. But uh, uh, yeah, but uh, again, born Catholic, raised Catholic, and um, uh, it's just been a good base for me. Uh -huh. it, it works for me. Uh huh. So I would have been. I grew up uh, in Lyle, Illinois. Um, so not not quite as far west mm -hmm. as you did, right. not quite as rural. Right. And we had Catholic high schools, um, uh, so I went to Bennett Academy there in Lyle. Have you ever been to the Catholic Corners? I sure have, yeah. Yeah. yeah I know right where you're at. I taught school in Joliet and coached, ah. coached football, so I know exactly where you lived. Wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah, very close to where I spent four good years of my life. But, uh, huh. It's a small yeah. world. Yeah. And, and you know, you bring, bring that up of interest is that, <clears throat> we're not the Catholic police, right. okay? If someone is is uh, just really has maybe lost their way per se, I always say, look, I promise you this: you will be comforted, you'll be welcomed. Uh, we're not trying to turn you into a, a better Catholic or whatever, but if you surround yourself with people that are believers, um, it's wonderful what what happens. Absolutely. Yeah. And so uh, again, we. We try not to judge, and we don't judge. And uh, that's one of the other elements of Catholic Business Exchange that uh, helps us continue to do good work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious to find out, is there, now that you've been running CBE, it's coming up on 15 years, correct? It is, and then actually next uh, next year, in August of 19, we'll be celebrating. We're going to have a big celebration of our the finish of our 15th year. We started in September of 2004. Our meetings are always held at the same place. Our home has been the Northside Knights of Columbus at 71st and Keystone. Uh -huh. So we're really excited about next August and I celebrating read, 15 years. Yeah, I read somewhere that uh, that very first meeting had what 40 to 60 people in we, attendance we had uh 40 or 39 i you know you think you're going to remember all this stuff tony but yeah. i know i know it wasn't our average group our average group now is runs between 65 to 95 depending uh -huh. on the speaker and, and and whatever yeah only you jim could start out though with 40 people i mean that's a pretty good start well we we've been blessed with a lot of help from the different parishes and in terms of our advertising we do primarily advertise to catholic audiences through the catholic uh, parish bulletins mm -hmm. through the catholic criterion weekly newspaper through the ibj uh, but uh, they've been, we've been blessed to have a lot of notices on Sundays uh, when people take their bulletin home and read about us. That's a good way. But we've yeah. got about 1,000 people on our email list also, and that's another thing that the viewers can do is they can go out to the website and uh, sign up for our weekly emails. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's permission-based, so we can't add anybody. So we like that, that if they join up, it's because they want to join in. Got it. Very good. Um, getting back to that faith uh, leg of the stool, mm -hmm. um, your your career is is in the financial world, correct? You're with West Point Financial. I, I'm curious to hear how has faith served your career? How is that intertwined? It's a big question. It, it is a big question, and and I'm proud to be a, 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 mar, a part of West Point Financial Group, which is the Mass Mutual office here in the city. 
um, where I, I, I dedicate my time and interest with insurance products and, and investments. But it does help me, Tony. My faith helps me because it helps me when I sit down with a individual or a couple or a business owner. I'm always striving to do what's best for them. And I'm always asking lots of questions. What are you trying to do? And, and, and giving them options, not just hopefully my opinion or my bias. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's reminded me, you know, to be a good servant, to be a good business person with, with, with strong ethics and always allowing the client to make their own decisions because they're smart enough to do that. They just may need a little tweak on the side or maybe some information from me to make a better business decision. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, yes, servant servant leadership. And that's certainly what you do with a group, with the group. I mean, you're the engine that uh, serves all, all of us members. So it sounds like you've kind of built just a, that, that's your life, helping others, Jay. You know, really, it, it's, it's a big part of it. You know, again, I've been blessed to, uh, I, I really, I, I envisioned when I started it saying, I hope this works, but I, in my heart, I knew it would work because it was different, you know, yeah. uh, and, and I always use a phrase, people buy differences. Mm. So I'm in a competitive marketplace. You can get insurance and investments from a lot of people. And you can, if you're a, a realtor, you can get a lot of people to help you buy or sell a home or whatever. But yeah. the difference maker to me is if somebody trusts you. Mm-hmm. And uh, we work hard to coach our people that come to Catholic Business Exchange. They're already smart and very good business people to begin with. But uh, just that, uh, that reminder of how important it is to keep a balance in your life and that it's not all about the final sale. Yes. You know, yeah. sales come, sales go. Yeah. But your integrity has to be there every day. Absolutely. You know, along the lines of, you mentioned you you kind of advise uh, members on how to network. So is it? Am I remembering correctly that do, do you speak at a, or give a course at a college or? I, I do. I, I'm on uh, I, I'm honored each each semester to be invited to uh, teach a, a a class on net. I call it networking 101. And these are the juniors and seniors at Butler University. Ah, and, uh, you know, the same advice I give to you, Tony, as a successful business person, I'm giving to uh, the youngsters just starting out. And I said, look, networking is a lifelong skill that you need to develop. And you can there's ways you can do it right on campus, okay? So some of the things, some of the tips I give them is saying, nothing ever happens if you show up late for a meeting. Whether you're interviewing, whether you're looking for an internship, whether you're going to a networking event, always show up early because uh, you get to meet the organizers of the event as an example you can offer your assistance so you know when i go to a networking event i always go early and i offer to be a host you know i put Mm -hmm. myself in the role of a host if i'm greeting people at the door it just makes me feel more comfortable and that's one of the tips i give to to uh, to the young students and and likewise uh, it's important for them to um, make contact with people other than texting or emailing, okay? Yes. And uh, I try to coach them, and I coach my members to how important it is <clears throat> to uh, remember, find out where somebody's hometown is. Yes. There's a lot of low-hanging fruit information, Tony, about if, you, if I know where you grew up, you mentioned Chicago. 
we can start a wonderful conversation just talking about where you grew up. Yes. Right? People don't do that. They immediately go to a business topic. That's yeah. amateur hour. You know, yes. you don't need what do you, to do what that. What do you do? What you do you don't do, need, Jim, And everybody does that, and everybody yeah. gags at the response on it. And so <laughs> there's a better way to do it. Finding out where a hometown is, uh, coaching or, or telling young people, look, um, when you go for an interview, when someone gives you the opportunity to uh, meet them for an internship or whatever, send them a handwritten thank you note. I'm huge, as you know, on yes. follow-up thank you notes that day. Yeah. Okay, I call it the sunset rule. If you meet with somebody today, that thank you with a stamp should be in the mailbox by sunset because the significance is if they get it possibly with good luck from the Postal Service the next day or the following day, it's immediate. It's much more valuable and meaningful for somebody to get that thank you note within 48 hours than it is trickling in a week later. Mm -hmm. And so that's a simple common sense suggestion I have but as I say common sense isn't sometimes real common yeah I have a little twist on that and I, I on that technique which I and I've seen you share that and it's been a great reminder for me thank you notes so here's my little twist I wonder if you've ever tried this okay. um, I have this theory I don't know if it's true or not but but when I can when I can figure it out I if I've had a meeting with a business associate of some type, prospect, who knows. But whoever it is, if I can send the thank you note to their home instead of their business, my theory is there's there's a little extra something special when a when the person's family gets to see, hey, mom or dad is important enough that this person sent a note to their home so that's my little twist well i'm, I'm glad i'm going to take i'm going to steal that are twist you because i i have not purposely <laughs> done that but that's brilliant it really is because you're right um not only are you getting it at the office that's meaningful to the recipient but if their son or daughter who's in seventh or eighth grade see see the dad got a handwritten note their yes. curiosity is right there and they may learn from it because dad's probably saying, this is very meaningful. This person went above and beyond, and I need to do more of that. So he's coaching his children. That's, that's brilliant, Tony. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, oh, absolutely. Here's, here's another one that is, uh, this is, this was not my idea. This was done to me, and I've tried to do it ever since. My uh, dad passed away in 2016, and uh Robbie Slaughter. Hello, Robbie. Do you know Robbie Slaughter? I sure do. Okay. I sure do. Great guy. Robbie sent me a note on the anniversary of my dad's passing. Now, that's something I'll never forget. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, in fact, uh, tying in with that, we strive when we find out um, from members that they've had a loss or a significant sickness or whatever, we have a prayer request page for the members that they can post, please pray for my special friend yes. or please pray for my sister who's going through an emergency uh, appendectomy whatever it is and then it, it humanizes that member they're not just another business person they're a real 
human being and it personalizes it and that's a great example of rob what robbie did for you and and it is it's unforgettable yes absolutely absolutely unforgettable uh let's not forget my guest today is jim liston he's the founder of catholic business exchange the website is catholicbusinessexchange.org um he is also with uh west point financial group so uh, if you have uh, if you have a, any blind spot in kind of your financial life, Jim is, uh, is definitely a great guy to uh, get to know on that front as well. Um, Jim, how do you, <laughs> something I've enjoyed witnessing at CBE meetings, uh, you, you greet everyone, everyone that comes through. And what I've noticed over time is you, you never forget a name, you never forget a face, you're pronouncing all the names correctly. You, are there any techniques you're using just memory-wise, or is it sheer brute force hard work? How do you pull that off? Yeah, I wish I could credit myself for remembering <laughs> every name and every this and that. Um, I, I strive to, to, to know that because I've, I know how important it is. You know, a, a name is, is one of the most important things to a person. Mm-hmm. It's it's their name. It's, it sounds common. It sounds common as a shoe. But you know what? Again, a lot of people take it for granted. And by addressing somebody by their name versus "Hey, how are you?" means the world. Yeah. And so I, I work really hard at trying to remember. Uh, you know, some people are are, are blessed that they can uh, do a better job of remembering names and whatever. But um, it takes some time, and I encourage everybody out there to do the same because, again, meaningful, knowing somebody's hometown, knowing their name is precious. Yeah. It really is, and few people do it. And, again, people buy differences. So if you're really out to work and, and do a better job and be, be on, becoming more successful, give it a try. It's, it's, just, it's just like a habit. A bad mm-hmm. habit is hard to break. A good habit is hard to start. Yes. But work at it just work and concentrate and try and catch yourself i i guarantee i guarantee your viewers that if they do that remarkable things happen the whole dynamic of that of that conversation changes if you ask them how their family is doing if you ask them what their hobbies are what makes them tick these are great ways to break ice and to become a difference maker Hmm. And people want to know then more about you, right? Yes. It's a two-way street. And some people literally will say, hey, you've asked me four or five questions. Let me ask you a few. And now they're actively engaged in listening, right? Yes. We all can do better at listening. And so that's one of the things that I strive to do is to listen as best I can. Yeah. You know, it just occurs to me, ironically, as we sit here, I suppose one of my tips uh, would be, hey, start a podcast and invite people <laughs> on the show. I really have uh, created so many relationships. This is my first opportunity to be on a podcast, <laughs> and I may take you up on it. I may, I may start oh, I my can own show podcast. You how to, did you used to do something with Catholic Business Radio, or do you Ca- still? Catholic Radio, Ca- yeah. Catholic I used radio. to be Faith in Action and whatever as one of the co-hosts and, okay. and whatever, but, uh, yeah, they've got great yeah. people doing that now. Oh, I could teach you how to do this. Good. No problem. I really could. I'm a lifelong learner, Tony. Yeah. (laughs) Before I forget, this is really random. So you said you were in Joliet for for a while. Did you know Henry Wind? I did not. Okay. No, I did not. He was was 
Now, were you in phys ed? In, or I was. I, I was in. Uh, I was in a sub, suburb of Joliet called Shorewood, Illinois, and I taught sixth, seventh, and eighth grade boys PE and okay. health, and then I coached high school football at Joliet West. Well, so Henry Wind was my PE teacher in grade school okay. in Lyle. All right. But he lived in Joliet. Oh, all right. So I yeah. didn't, didn't know if cross you ever. Paths. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. He's still there, by the way. Okay. Um, that's been that's a lot awesome. of years ago. That's yeah. awesome. Wow. So here's a question. Yeah. When's the last time you sent him a note thanking yeah. him for the influence? You wouldn't have brought him up today if he wasn't important in your life. That's true. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And Good that's the point. other thing I tell the young people at Butler is saying there were people that inspired you to go to college, to uh, to pick Butler University and stuff. When's the last time your favorite teacher in grade school or high school have heard from you? They would... Uh, hopefully be sitting down when they got their handwritten thank you note from you but i i guarantee you when you go home for the holidays and you run into them they'll bring it up yeah people invariably tony will bring it up if i send them a thank you note the next time i see them they're they're telling me thank you and and birthday calls i don't think we talked about that yes i, uh, I, have I cannot tell you the number of times that i'll <laughs> and i and i'm a worst singer in the world but I sing happy birthday. Do you? Absolutely. <laughs> as terrible as I am, I sing it just because uh, I do. Yeah. And people will tell me when they see me saying, you know what, this is my birthday and haven't even heard from my children yet. Uh, and, and as you get older, you get fewer and fewer birthday parties and birthday calls. And so yeah. I know how meaningful it is for somebody because just like their first name, a birthday is very, very special to people. So that's why I do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I have a note right here, of, and I remember you saying it, call people on your birthday. It's so easy today through Facebook, it'll tell you when it's someone's birthday, and what everyone does, and I have been guilty of this, you say happy birthday right through Facebook, just like everyone else does. But if you call them, you set yourself apart. And you know, Tony, you there's, a, there's a very uh, famous study that was done by, uh, about Harvard graduates. And they interviewed people after 20 years out of Harvard, and they asked them, and they compared those who wrote down their goals and those who didn't write down their goals, and they quantitated who were more successful financially. And it was so top-heavy toward the ones who had written down their goals. And so in my case on the birthdays, I, don't, I, I, I use Facebook. But in yeah. my daytimer, if you if I had it here, I could show you in yellow throughout the year, I've got every Catholic Business Exchange member's birthday on my calendar. So today, there's one member This birthday is today. She'll get a call hmm. later this morning from me. That's neat. Yeah. I don't, because I, I, I would forget if I didn't. Sure. So I'm a, you know, we all are creatures of habit, goods and bads. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and at some point, it's too much data. We we do have yeah. to have a system. We do. Yeah. yeah. To, uh, well, so my last question to you, Jim, is um, how can someone get involved in Catholic Business Exchange and or join? What's the, what do you suggest? <clears throat> you know, I, I tell them, I, I, my pet phrase is come and kick our, kick the tire. You know, simply go to our website, catholicbusinessexchange.org. We are very, very regular. We've never missed a... Th we always meet on the third Friday of the month, and we always meet at the Northside Knights of Columbus. So if you can just put that into your calendar and look at the third Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m., go to the website, 
there's an easy uh, click and post your email and your name and and put yourself on the mailing list and just come to the come to one of the meetings I, I promise you that you'll have an enjoyable time you'll be welcomed it may not be your cup of tea but you will you'll be happy that you came to learn more about Catholic business exchange yes I, I uh <clears throat> I, I think it's a, a tremendous group, a tremendous group of people, um, just terrific people. And uh, I, I think we've also laid the foundation for the argument, Jim, that, that uh, if nothing else, someone is going to uh, get, a, get an education in networking from you almost through osmosis, just through observing you and, and uh, through everything you do. There's so much more in the group, but uh, well, thank uh, you, Tony. That's so. So I'm excited to uh, do my little part in spreading the word and and to saying thank you for all you do, all you've done for me, all you've done for for uh, us members, and and uh, I'm looking forward to that party on the 15th anniversary. Okay. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Jim. Okay.